The dream still came. The dream still came, and there were no fires aboard the ships to chase them away upon waking. Night was the hardest time, when darkness ruled. He thought that perhaps the dreams would have stopped now. In the moments after he regained consciousness, he prayed to the Dark Father and all the other gods he had encountered that they might take the dreams from him. But his prayers always went unanswered. At least, unless the continued presence of the dreams was its own answer. Rock splitting. Ash spewing. Great spirits of fire awakening from slumber. He groped for a skin of water, unstoppered it, and took a shaky swig. The door to the deckhouse was shut, and so even the faint illumination of the stars and the moon was denied to him, save through chinks in the walls. It was the price he paid so that no one might see him like this. Memories sleeted through him, half-broken and displaced. The tall pines of what had once been home, standing stark on the eastern shore against the rising sun, then overlaid with fire and screams. The same place, at different times. His brother, Kozan, named for the hero who had set the moons in the sky, and Kozan's friend, Angojem, not heroes, either of them, just bullies. The look on his mother, Inga's face, when the witches said that his sister, Tumesia, hadn't returned from the bone walk around the crater of Volgalkoruk, the Dawn Mountain. She would not rejoin the clan as an adult. Her body would lie at the summit forever. Standing on the shore of the largest harbor he had ever seen, watching his mother sail away without a backward glance, with enough iron around his wrists to make him rich back home, had it not been imprisoning him. His own bone walk, years after he should have done it, with no witches left alive to mark it. He did not find Tumesia's body, but he did find something else, something that even now was uncoiling within him and fighting its way back to the surface. Something stronger than he was. Something stranger. The last memory was not the most recent, but it was always the same. The hole. Arms trapped at his sides by the rock of Volgalkoruk, enclosing him. The mocking voices of Kozan and Angojem, who had first tricked and then forced him in. His feet flailing helplessly, his lungs choking on the strange air of the mountain's depths, and his eyes staring into nothing because his body was blocking all the light. He cried and he screamed, and nothing did any good. That was when the dreams had begun, and that was when his need for fire began. He saw the hole every time his eyes could see nothing else, so he closed them as little as possible. In time, fire became more than just a shield against the darkness. It had become a tool. He shuddered and closed his eyes. 
something else opened them and reached for its mask.